Hi there, welcome back. You're listening to Marstach. Trump gets crushed by the law. And now, just Republican okay, that's what This is from the NRA convention in Indianapolis. This is South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem about her two-year-old granddaughter who already has a shotgun. It's fucking gross. Little Miss Addie, who is almost two, and Branch, who's just a few months old, they have brought us so much joy. They brought us purpose. Exclamation point. Is absolutely despicable. Now, Addie, who, you know, soon will need them, I want to reassure you, she already has a shotgun and she already has a rifle. I, I can assure you, in case old. any of you were worried and, and thought otherwise, I want to assure you that my two-year-old granddaughter, that she does have a rifle, she does have a shotgun, and when we bring her to nursery school, we only make sure she goes to a nursery school with other children who bring their shotguns and their rifles and their ARs to the nursery school. So, I mean, okay, this is Vavik Ramasamwe. To remain silent. Who is, you know, he's a big influencer in the MAGA How Republican much did world right now. He's running for president. From the NRA and here was his to big call, but never will. Play this one. I've also said that we need to go further when you have an agency like that FBI that told Martin Luther King he couldn't have that concealed permit that now tells conservatives effectively the same thing, politicizing the police state against them. You can't reform that from the top down. That is why I've said what you're not supposed to say, but I'm saying it tonight. I will say it again. We will shut down the FBI and replace it with a police apparatus that actually respects the law instead of making it up. What, like John DeSantis? Absolutely. I mean, just maniacs. Maniacs. And, and by the way, the legacy media will cover this and just say there was this NRA convention where the conservatives spoke and they got off their talking points and they said X, Y, and Z, and that was that was Sunday. Well, and they won't take it. That's a good point, because I actually saw the local ABC coverage yes. um, in Indiana about it. I don't have the clip right now, but um, the way they kind of the way they covered the event is they said, and Donald Trump came by the NRA convention today to talk about protecting the Second Amendment. And they played like one clip of Donald Trump that said, and I will always protect your Second Amendment rights. And other speakers included da 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 at the for the for, for you know, protecting gun owners. I was like, that's how they covered this event. 
I mean, they spent the whole event talking about defunding the FBI, talking about two-year-olds having weapons of war. They spent the whole event just completely uh, spreading hate speech about transgender people. They spent the whole thing threatening, like, Democratic officials. It, it, it's, it's a deranged, cultish, weird, bizarre terroristic event, if I'm being honest, then you're going to cover it as a Donald Trump rolled into town to talk about how he's going to protect your Second Amendment rights. Let's uh, play this very short clip, and well, isn't that great? That's a patriot right there, and on to the next news. And, and that's how they're covering this stuff, and it, it's a real problem when that's what's being beamed into people's homes every night. Pence was booed. That was kind of funny, though. Hilarious. Um, <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> you know, it's, he was the he governor of Indiana. Yeah, he, it was the state that he was the governor, so. Yeah. So he so he spoke and and first they gave him like a really bad speaking time like they made him like one of the first opening acts too, um, so they didn't give him a prime time slot, and then he shows up and basically everyone boos him and then I think one person kind of in a mocking way goes I love you you know and he's like I love you too but everyone here puts his face. You know, because there is no bottom, like most people would have some sense of like humiliation, right? Like if you have a shred of dignity, <laughs> even even the slightest shred, okay? Because if you even have the, the smallest shred of dignity, I'm not even asking you to actually have dignity, just like a fraction of a fraction. Like a cheese stick because, you're ripping off. Exactly. Like, 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 a, like a little, yeah, like... The size of one of those like little nerds, like that's what it, you know, that 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 shred of dignity. So imagine then somebody calls you, you know, tries to murder you, right? Calls people to murder you, and then your response to the person who murdered you is, well, I think they've been treated very unfairly because he's a conservative and he's a Republican, and so therefore, um, I think that the. Uh, that this is a whole politicized witch hunt against him. It's like, okay, they, they, he tried to kill you, idiot. Like, like, they, like, like they tried to hang you. That was that was the plan. And you know, but he goes on this self-flagellation tour, and you know, and just kind of keeps hitting himself over and over and over again. Um, you know, that, that they're, they're, I don't even know what Jerry. To your point, his constituency Ooh. is 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 a group is just like. People who are cowards, like that, that's the only, that's the only possible constituency. But one other thing I want to show you about this NRA convention is the head of the NRA, Wayne LaPierre, who basically just like, his speech is basically extortion. And so he's just like, I want to let you know that if you hate guns as politicians, we're going to destroy you. We're going to destroy you. We, we, we don't care if you know, all you TikTokers out there, we're going to destroy you. Play this clip of Wayne LaPierre. I don't care how many billionaires, TikTok stars, or Hollywood airheads they've got. Hear this. Gun-hating politicians should never go to bed unafraid of what this association and all of our millions of members can do to their political careers. You know, one thing I want to mention, though, about the NRA, because there's an analogy here that can be drawn with Donald Trump. Like, infrastructure-wise, the NRA is actually a very weak entity, right? Like, they've declared bankruptcy. 
Um, the bankruptcy case has basically revealed that like Wayne LaPierre is, is a grifter and, you know, he's been accused internally of misappropriating all of these funds and that the NRA again is bankrupt. I mean, very similar to Donald Trump. Right. And then one of the bankruptcy federal judges basically called out the NRA for running a sham bankruptcy in, in one of the venues. Um, but they project this, these threats, right? The same way Donald Trump, like, just kind of threatens and threatens and threatens. And it's actually relatively easy to stand up to the NRA because, you know, it's all bark and no bite at the end of the day unless you give the boogeyman power, right? And the MAGA Republicans, they continue because they have this, like, cult following mindset that just when someone's mean to them or someone yells at them or they write a mean tweet about them you know they go into this mode of like all right i guess we just got to do whatever you say whatever 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 you say whatever you do and they don't stand up to this nonsense like wayne lapierre is a freaking clown like an utter clown grifter you know and obviously the analogy applies with with donald trump and all they have is empty threats but for MAGA Republicans, they fall for the empty threats because they're very weak people. I don't know if you read this article in the New York Times about Jim Jordan. We're going to talk about these fake hearings, that he, these sham hearings that he's been holding. But, like, these are weak people with, who are very compromised people to begin with. And so it is very easy for these weak losers to kind of commandeer them the way Donald Trump does and the way the NRA does with them. And, and you'll see like this Jim Jordan performative fascist nonsense in Manhattan on behalf of Donald Trump is like just the ultimate clown show. Like history is going to look back on that if the pro-democracy community stays strong and be like, these were disgraceful traitors. Large media networks aren't going to call them out, but we'll keep calling them out here on the Midas Touch Network. And we got a lot more to the show where we're going to be calling them out. Let's take one quick break. This is sponsored by Miracle Made Sheets. Now, whether you want to get more fit or be a better parent or get more done at work, there's one thing that will help, and that's better sleep. With Miracle Made Sheets, you can tap into the power of self-cooling temperature regulation, which has been shown to improve deep sleep quality by over 20%. Now, using silver-infused fabrics originally inspired by NASA, Miracle-Made sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long, so you get better sleep every night. These sheets are infused with silver that prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets. No more gross odors. Miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands, and feel as nice, if not nicer, than bed sheets used from some of the five-star hotels. Stop sleeping on bacteria. Clean sheets means less bacteria to clog your pores and fewer breakouts and other skin problems. Go to trymiracle.com slash Midas to try Miracle Made Sheets today. And with Mother's Day and Father's Day right around the corner, this is the perfect way to give someone you love the gift of better and more luxurious sleep. Save over 40% off and be sure to use our promo code MIDAS at checkout to save even more and get three free towels. Miracle is so confident in their product that it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. 
Go to trymiracle.com slash Midas and use the code Midas to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Midas to treat yourself. And we are back live here on the Midas Touch podcast. During the break, um, some people text me just, just funny things, and someone sent me. They go, okay, while we were listening to you, Ben, talk about the importance of democracy and calling out this kind of fascist cosplay match, they're like, Ben Shapiro's show is also going on. And they're like, you want to know what, uh, I wouldn't call this our competition because he's such a loser, but this, they go, this, <laughs> is what, this is what the MAGA Republican show is basically doing right now, led by Ben Shapiro, and they, this is what Ben Shapiro is talking about. The great suspicion is that in Frozen 4, they'll make Elsa a lesbian. If they do that, it is the end of Disney as a company predicted. You can write it down. It is April 17th. If they do that in Frozen 4, it will destroy Disney. That is what First is going of all, on. I'm just going to come off the top and let everyone, there, there, there hasn't even been a Frozen 3. So first off, at least know the series before you start knocking at Ben Shapiro with your dumb attacks. How about that? Wow, That's I didn't know you were such a good Frozen fan, Brad. That's impressive. I mean, they're some of the most popular movies. I mean, I was like, bro, it's not a, a trilogy. So impressive. Last week, their big concern was uh, the Mario movie and that the princess wasn't helpless enough. So that was a big initiative of the MAGA Republican. It's Schrodinger's woke, though, because it's once the movie did well, all of a sudden they were like, oh, it did well because the two leads were not white. I mean, the, the two leads were white. So it was actually an anti-woke movie. And they just, like, reveal themselves, like, what they actually mean by woke when they say things like that. So, okay, so, okay, exactly. Now I, I had a suspicion of what you meant when you said woke, and then you <laughs> said you wanted to get rid of woke. Now I know exactly what you mean. Thank you for clarifying. I want to show what just a pro-democracy governor looks like, because we're going to talk about Jim Jordan. We're going to talk about all this MAGA madness. But, Brett, you and I had the opportunity to interview Governor Josh Shapiro of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, who was... Uh, I mean, he, he is incredible, um, a total superstar. Um, I was so, one, I thought you did a great, great, great interview with uh, Governor Thanks, Shapiro. Um, but I want to show this moment where uh, he talks about this whole idea of, like, DeSantis and these GOP governors focusing a whole platform on, on woke. So let's play that portion of the interview. From Ron DeSantis, for example, I know we keep bringing him up, but it feels like every other word of his mouth is woke. Woke, 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 woke this, woke that. What do you make of these Republican yeah. governors who are so focused on the I woke mean, thing? And They are so full of shit. And don't bleep me on that, because I'm, I'm serious. They're completely full of shit. These are the people that love to blame the woke left, love to have these battles, yet they're the ones in their states who are leading the charge to restrict people's rights and freedoms. I mean, it's absolutely outrageous. You know, if you're a corporation in Florida and you don't agree with the governor's freedom-limiting policies, then he's going to take away your, your tax breaks. He's going to take away your ability to manufacture your product. He's going to take away your competitive advantage. That's anti-capitalism. It's anti-freedom, it's anti-democracy, it's, it's things that we have fought against. And then to go around and couch it in those terms, they are full of shit. And I believe that the good people of Florida and Texas and Arkansas 
know better and they need to rise up, they need to organize and they need to defeat that type of extremism and we sure as hell need to defeat it nationally if any of them ever get on a national ballot. And, and to your point, when they're doing that, when they're so focused on these bullshit issues, to borrow phrases from you on, on By this By the way, video, if you bleep me, you better bleep yourself. I, I, this is unfiltered. This is the Midas Touch Network. You go unfiltered, Governor, on this show. This is raw, unfiltered news and politics. But you see what happened, I mean, just now in Fort Lauderdale. You see the city underwater completely, and you saw Ron DeSantis completely in another state entirely in Ohio um, talking about the same things, woke, woke, woke. So you see that those distractions are not only ridiculous, but they have real-life consequences when your constituents actually need you to be doing the work of governing. Yeah, I mean, look, he, he's clearly not taking care of business in Florida. People are really struggling. I was back and forth with a dear friend uh, this morning in Fort Lauderdale, Fred Gutenberg, who's been one of the great leaders on uh, combating gun violence in our communities. And, and he's sending me photos of his son kayaking down the streets in, you know, around the Fort Lauderdale area. People are really struggling and suffering right now. Um, and he clearly doesn't have any plans to fix Florida or help Florida. And so he's running around with, um, you know, with his message of restricting freedom across this country. And uh, I think he'll be rejected. He's, this is a guy without a particularly good political acumen. He went all in for my opponent in the last election um, who suffered. That, that was great for him, huh? Yeah. Um, and I think he's also just a profoundly weak governor and he's glass jawed. And I think uh, he is not gonna survive this process well. Profoundly weak, glass jaw, glass jaw full, full of shit, no bleeps here. I want every Democrat to study the way Governor Josh Shapiro messages yep. and copy that because it's perfect. You have to take, and I said this time, you have to take back what real patriotism means. You have to take back what real freedom means. And by the way, uh, if you want to check out that full interview, the full interview is on our podcast feed, so make sure to listen to it. And it's also on YouTube. You can watch the full thing. Ooh. Such a great conversation from start to finish. And I'll just do a little aside before we move on. Majority, he had some pretty took some pretty rough shots at you in your basketball game at the end of the interview. And I got to say, the take begs to differ with his version of events because Jordy, you you beat him in that in that one on one game. Take don't lie. Take don't lie, as you say in the basketball but, world. But he, had, he had some strong words. But we also All have right, that right. video on YouTube <laughs> of Jordy playing Josh in basketball. We might have that to was crazy. That, that was so random and awesome. How how cool! I, I bet a lot of our audience doesn't even know. Yeah, that the governor and I played one on one basketball during his campaign, raised money for the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. It was awesome. But Shapiro was exactly right. These Republican governors are going ahead. They're all about restricting freedom. And they do it by wrapping themselves in the flag, speaking in front of a giant flag. They talk about freedom. They talk about liberty. They talk about the Constitution. They talk about the founders. And then they do everything that is completely opposite of all of that. Yeah. It is, and it's a common tactic used by authoritarians throughout history to use iconography, to use imagery, to use founding documents in support of something that is complete anathema to that thing. And that is what we are witnessing with this Republican Party. And it's so transparent, I know, to us and to the Midas Mighty, but I think Josh Shapiro really distills it down to its essence. And we need to keep spreading the word on what they're truly doing here. And by the way, that's a huge reason, you know, this Republican Party, they're, they're fake patriots, you know, they're, they're fake patriots. They cloak themselves in the American flag and they 
you know, want to take away your rights in the other breath. It's a huge reason why I actually intentionally put the flag behind me when we do these podcasts on the, on the simulcast is because far too many right-wing like, podcasters and, and that entire section of MAGAverse, they've stolen the flag. And that, that's just BS. You know, there aren't enough pro-democracy coalitions out there who are happy pro-democracy loving warriors that want to represent. Other. <clears throat> that want to represent America in its fullest because they feel like the flag has been weaponized against them. This is a huge reason. I think, Look, I think one of the mistakes that Democrats made leading up to 2015, 2016, is that, you know, Democrats felt you don't need to say we Rigging love the Constitution. The we don't need to say we love the flag. We don't need to say that because it should just be understood. And I think because Democrats want to avoid looking performative and just say, look at all the great work that we're doing. That should speak for itself. They ignored the language and the symbolism that is still profoundly important and which actually is congruent. It actually does uh, mesh exactly with what the democratic policies are. So Democrats, I think, made a mistake of not talking about freedom, of not talking about the flag, of not talking that the corporate Democrats Rather burn the country down. about patriotism of not having these conversations but then you, you can still kind of walk and chew gum at the same time right you can still have the important serious conversations but you shouldn't forget that it is important i think to take back the term patriot and to talk about patriotism in the right way and, and to say look we love the country we love freedom and here's what freedom actually looks like freedom doesn't look like when ron desantis at 12 p.m at night signs into law a total abortion ban where ron desantis will now be the one making decisions over the bodies of women in florida it's ron desantis's choice right now not a woman's choice Ron DeSantis gets to decide. And if you are a victim of rape or incest, guess what? You have to prove it before 15 weeks to Ron DeSantis now. And Ron DeSantis makes the decision. That's how Ron DeSantis wants to utilize government. Ron DeSantis will make the decisions for women. He thinks that he knows better. That's not freedom. That's not freedom. So in addition to opposing that, the way Governor Josh Shapiro says that's not freedom, that's exactly, that is not freedom. Absolutely, that's not freedom. And, and we need to call it out like that. It's not freedom when a DeSantis 
basically spends all of his time, in, addi in addition to taking away the rights of women to control their bodies, he spends the rest of his time talking about woke and attacking the biggest employer in their state. And you notice what Shapiro did also, what Governor Shapiro also. He says, that's not capitalism. You know, you've got these MAGA Republicans who try to talk about their own form of capitalism you're spending all of your hours attacking your largest employer in the state that one of the employers that put florida on the map in a big way disney world and and that's how you're spending your time here play this clip from earlier in the day where desantis like a mobster look at the way he threatens to put a state prison next to theme parks in disney world let's play this huh. clip you know, one of the things they tried to do was was put restrictive covenants on the land that the district owns. So if you look at this whole special district, well, Disney Corporation obviously owns a lot of it, but the district owns other land. You know, quite frankly, I wasn't even thinking about that land. Uh, this was not something that was really important one way or another. We just wanted them to live under the same rules, pay the debt, pay the taxes, all that stuff. Oh, but come to think of it, now people are like, well, there's, what should we do with this land? And so, you know, it's like, okay, it's, I mean, people have said, you know, maybe maybe have a, another, uh, maybe create a state park, maybe try to do more amusement uh, parks. Uh, someone even said, like, maybe you need another state prison. Who knows? I mean, I just think that the, the possibilities are, 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 are endless, and so that is now going to be analyzed to see what would make, make the most sense. Wouldn't it be a bad thing if all of a sudden a prison popped up right next to Epcot Center? Wouldn't, wouldn't that be a bad thing? That's a nice I mean, theme park you have there. It would be a shame if something happened to it. Disney. I mean, just think about this too, guys. He's spending his day giving a press conference attacking the largest <laughs> private employer in his state. And not just the largest private employer in his state, like a company that like is so representative of like good things in America. Right. Like, don't get me wrong. Disney does some things that are not so great. So I don't want to make Disney out <laughs> like it's the most perfect corporation ever. But it, it in general, but it's like the joy that people give Disney, the, the joy that Disney gives people is you know is 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 generally a good thing. And he's spending his time attacking that in a public forum for the world to see. You know, we have Republicans constantly with the investigations into Donald Trump. The line they love to use is, if they could do this to Donald Trump, they could do this to you. And it doesn't apply at all in that respect. What, if I commit crimes, someone's going to come after me for those crimes? Like, okay, sure, yeah, that's how it's supposed to work. Everyone's supposed to be equal under the law. But that sentiment really does apply here to what DeSantis is doing. If Ron DeSantis could do this to Disney, 
one of the largest employers in the state of Florida, one of the most iconic and biggest American companies in general, international Amer companies from America, from his state. If he could do this to Disney and bully them and use the full weight of the government, weaponizing the government against Disney, Jim Jordan, if you want to investigate something, actual weaponization, look here. If that's what he wants to do to Disney, guess what? He could do that to any mom and pop business around mm -hmm. the state that disagrees with them, just bully them into submission. And all these companies, guess what? They don't have the resources that Disney has to fight back, to outmaneuver Disney. And this is all because DeSantis got played. DeSantis got played. He got humiliated. He tried to pull one over on Disney. Disney had better attorneys. Disney had competent people working for him. Disney retained the control that they needed over the Reedy Creek District. And so DeSantis had to go, you know, I wasn't even concerned about the land. Uh, I wasn't even concerned about that. <laughs> but let me talk about... The, by the way, DeSantis... Not, to, a good DeSantis get, impression. not to get super petty, but DeSantis can't be president alone because of his voice. Just when that, It's just a disaster. But uh, that's that's another story. <laughs> but he's very... It's it's like nails on a chunk. And then, but, Brett, you rewind <laughs> even more. The whole... This whole battle started because Disney supported LGBTQ plus rights, right? The same way that, you know, and, and by the way, not even in like a like ultra like monumental way, like at the bare minimum, they were just like, hey, we're against discrimination, right? Like, yeah, it, they didn't even like necessarily even go like completely out of their way to like have these sweeping initiatives. That's not what bothered DeSantis. They were just like, look, discrimination of, uh, you know, uh, being permitted against our employees, that's not a good look for us. So any policy that's going to encourage hate against LGBTQ+, we're, we're not with it. And DeSantis was like, how dare you? If I want to impose a government edict that we here in the freedom-loving state of Florida shall discriminate against the LGBTQ plus community, how dare you, private corporation? How dare you say that you don't want to discriminate? I am now going to control your land. That's what happened. That's how it all started with that. And the cynical thing that the Republican Party is doing, and there have been some really good articles about this recently. I wish I remembered who wrote them. Um, but they, this, this is all a coordinated effort by Republicans to find a new scapegoat to motivate their voters. And I think the Republican Party needs to be called out for their blatant bigotry on this more and more and more. Because what happened was, after gay marriage became legalized, the Republican Party lost a major issue because same-sex couples were able to get married, and guess what? The world didn't end, okay? And the, the approval of Americans same-sex marriage skyrocketed because everyone was like, oh, this is normal. That yeah, two people love each other, they should be able to get married. That's that's great. It's a beautiful thing. Most most Americans believe that. So they had to find something else. And so they spent years and years and years kind of test kitchening things to try to figure out what was going to play with their base. And finally they found a scapegoat the same way truly evil dictators find scapegoats throughout mm -hmm. history. They found the transgender community which so makes right. up, what, less than 1% of the population. Yep. They found a defenseless group that they could just crap on all day, say the most hateful things about them, and they just don't have the numbers or the representation mm -hmm. to fight back. 
and they act like they are the power center. They act like, oh, look at and Donald Trump during the NRA speech, one of the things he kept going back to, and they support the transgender cult that wants to make your kids transgender. Like, that, this is a line that they use, and they try to instill fear in people, but it's the same exact thing that dictators have done throughout history. Find a group that is a small percentage of the population, blame them for every single issue, and just replace transgender with Jewish, replace transgender with black, replace transgender with any other group. And you shouldn't have to do that, but for the sake of the media, okay, do that. And now imagine saying the words that these Republicans are saying about transgender Americans here. It's absolutely hateful, it's despicable, it's what the worst human beings throughout history have done, and it's, it's words that have led to serious actions like genocide and really despicable things. And so I think it's absolutely abhorrent that the Republican Party, their one motivating factor, and they say that this is their whole plan do to capture the youth, is just to hate on transgender people, spread hate speech, threaten them. It's absolutely disgusting what we're seeing out there. That's and they want to use the government to do this, right? They want to use... their government resources to attack an already marginalized community um, and find new cruel ways to go about doing that. Going back to what Governor Josh Shapiro said too, that's not freedom at all. To your point, Brett, that is what fascist dictators, authoritarians, people who have promoted genocide have done, you know, have done in the past. And, you know, the way you just called it out there is kind of a template of how it should be, you know, discussed. I mean, you know, you have, you know, Democrats who are basically saying, government, this isn't an area for you. Stop telling us who to marry. Stop trying to control a woman's body. Stop trying to tell parents how they should raise their kids. Just, just get out of here. And it's the government saying, you know what, you can't, this is what the MAGA Republicans want to use government for, right? You can't read that book. We're going to take these books away from you. You can't do that with your body. We're going to tell you what you can do with your body. Parents, you can't do what you want with your children. We're going to, we know, Ron DeSantis knows how to, how to deal with this issue. Just go and ask Ron. Ron has the answers. You know, and meanwhile, what, why they do... <clears throat> Say Christy Noam. Lakota, something Lakota man, one, one spirit Lakota, Lakota lands, Lakota youth, Lakota man, it's the other tribe there, 
Lakota Law Project. Lakota. Deb Haaland. Mm. Indigenous X. What's that? <clears throat> About uh, Indian country. I said, Governor Christy Noem is gross and unfit to lead. Her disrespectful treatment of Native Americans is absolutely despicable. Anyway, how many millions did you get from NRA? Okay. <clears throat> Lakota. Washington Post Opinions, Lincoln Project. Popak, Midas Touch Podcast, 
Occupy Democrats, AOC. Two more people. Um, politics. Health Post. Mm. Rolling Stone. Governor, so I'm posting on uh, Instagram now. Looking gross. So I'm tagging um Politico on I'm on I'm on um Instagram now. Posting this on Instagram. Political mag um New York Times Lakota Dakota Law. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Add music. What? Uh, you got your bones to the wall, man. Um, about gods humans invent gods and religions there is zero evidence that any gods exist no religion has ever been shown to be true I would disagree with number two
Welcome. ACJ League of Women Votes. Bay Area LWV. Hmm. Mapleton Preserve. Shaker Heights LWV. Midland Voters Midland El Paso Women League of Women Minneapolis Balls to the Wall Man Balls to the Wall <laughs> says how to socialize with people talk and he starts to like sweat Disney World generates an estimated $18.2 billion a year in economic activity in Florida and is responsible for more than one in every 50 jobs in the state. Yeah, and people think the skin, thin-skinned clown should be president.
forward, duh. Anyway, let's get back to the show. That was an ASMR. If you don't know what an ASMR is, it's uh, to relax you. Trump crumbles in latest disaster interview. Ha <laughs> ha. One hour ago. Come on, Jamie. Can't hear you. Democrats, fucking incompetents. You know, someday they'll have a suitcase. And in that suitcase, hmm. it'll be nuclear. And you'll blow up New York City. Oh my God, you fucking asshole. You blow up New York City out of a suitcase. But you can fire up a submarine and run it for years on essentially a tablet. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you look up, you can't make this shit up in the dictionary. There's a picture of Donald Trump sitting right there looking back at you. Because you honestly cannot make this shit up. For those who missed it, this is Donald Trump sitting with Tucker Carlson for one of the most deranged, one of the most insane one of the most idiotic interviews that has ever been given, never mind an ex-president of the United States of America. Just an absolutely unhinged, incoherent interview by Donald Trump. I mean, these two literally didn't even have to open their mouths. They don't even have to say a word before this interview is bizarre. I mean, just look at the setup. Look at this setup. I mean, usually in a long-form interview, you have a table for each person that you can put a water on, or you have a big table in the middle that you can put your stuff on or whatever. What the hell is this setup? I mean, look at these two. Donald Trump looks terrible. I mean, he literally looks like a child in timeout waiting for his parents to come over and tell him that he can come play with his friends again. I mean, last time I checked, Tucker Carlson is reported at six feet tall. Donald Trump is supposedly six foot three. Now, you look at these two. Six foot look two, at these two. said to the police Now, you station. tell me which one of these two looks bigger in stature right now. Who looks bigger to you? Donald Trump might have the smallest hands on the planet in this interview. I mean, check this out. It's crazy. I guess Donald Trump forgot that the pumps and the heels of your shoes and the lifts that he wears don't help him out much when he's sitting down. But the thing that stood out to me in this interview, stood out right away, is Donald Trump's sniffling. What uh, the hell is going on with that? I mean, this guy is either much. allergic to fake gold or he's allergic to the bullshit coming out of his mouth. I mean, check out this montage I put uh. together and no, this is not fake. Every single one of these is real, and I can promise you, this is from one eight-minute clip of this one-hour interview. Check wow. this out. speculate as to why he's Fucking sniffling like man. a madman and why it sounds like he's trying to suck his upper lip into his nostrils or like he's trying to suck a bullfrog through a straw that's covered in peanut butter i mean who knows but there's definitely something going on that's for damn sure 
And speaking of bullfrogs, what the hell is going on with Trump's neck? I mean, is he slowly turning into a pelican? I mean, does he try to keep, like, several fish or, like, cheeseburgers and Diet Coke in that waddle he's got going? I mean, what the hell is that? Here he is on just another incoherent rambling, just openly confessing about the time he told one of our adversaries about a military action that we were taking before it was reported in the news. See if you can follow this nonsense about chocolate cake and treason and telling me that G is the smartest guy and that he had a great weekend, yet the only word he's ever said to you was repeat. President Xi, very good conversations. I liked him a lot. I told him we shot 57 missiles into Syria while he was having chocolate cake. It's the only time he said repeat. That was the only word I've ever heard him say in English, meaning he speaks English, okay? We're having dinner at Mar-a-Lago. And it was, he wanted to be at Mar-a-Lago. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the president of China was just dying to be at your little shitty hotel in Florida. And it had nothing to do with the fact that you were now able to charge exorbitant prices to everybody on his team and yours. We had a great weekend. But we're having uh, dessert now. Beautiful chocolate cake at Mar-a-Lago. He had his people. I had mine. He was telling me stories about... China, the history of China is very amazing. It's got an amazing 5,000 years, you know, amazing history. So I shot uh, 57 missiles, almost every one of them hit, into a military area, which had a lot of planes, wiped out a lot of planes, also had Russian soldiers, by the way. Somehow, in all that rambling, he has still not finished telling the story of how he committed treason by telling our adversary what our military actions were going to be before they even happened. I mean, this guy is such a pig and so out of touch with reality that at the same time he is going through the criminal charges in New York for having a sexual affair or a sexual encounter with a porn star while his wife was at home taking care of his kids, is now getting sidetracked on his story because he was attracted to the interpreter that the Chinese President Xi brought with him. I shit you not, I shit you not, he even admits that there was more interpreters there, but this one really stood out. I wonder what Melania thinks of these comments. But we shot uh, approximately 57 missiles. And so when I dealt with President Xi, I was with him the whole weekend. He had an incredible, I'm not allowed to say it because it's very impolite and very politically incorrect, a beautiful female interpreter. She was very beautiful. Today, if you say it, they'll say, this is terrible. You're not allowed to say that. No, Donnie, I'm pretty sure it's okay to call a woman beautiful. It's when you pin them in a hotel room and force them to do sexual acts or start grabbing them in areas they don't want to be grabbed in where you get in trouble. But she was very professional. She spoke every word for him. Very professional. Had another couple of them, too. But she was there. And we're having dinner. And he would come in and say hello. She would say hello. He wouldn't say any word. He would come in and say hello but he would never say a word. How does that work? But I said to him, a general came up and said, do we do it now? I said, yeah, you have to do it now. So I gave the order during dinner. Then I said, well, do I tell him? Because they're very closely associated with Syria. Do I tell him now or do I wait till he finds out after dinner? Because you have about 28 minutes before they hit. So I said, President, we've just uh, fired approximately 57 missiles into Syria, into a base. The missiles are on their way right now. He looked at me, he goes, repeat. That's the only time he's ever said it. So I think he speaks English. The only word, he never said hello or goodbye. He only said, he only dealt through an interpreter. 
The only word I ever heard him say was repeat. I'll just never understand how an adversary of the United States and a person that's only spoke one word to you in their entire life could ever get you to say this about them. How smart is he, could you tell? Top of the line. Top of the line. Yeah. They're all top of the line. Our, our guy's not top of the line. Never was. These are top of the line people at the top of their game. President Xi is a brilliant man. If you went all over Hollywood to look for somebody to play the role of President Xi, you couldn't find it. There's nobody like that. The look, the brain, the whole thing. What the hell is this guy talking about? You couldn't go in Hollywood and find a brain like President Xi's? What? Here he is giving absolute praise to every single one of our adversaries and some of the most ruthless dictators on this planet. Now remember, this is the same guy that does nothing but talk shit about this country, does nothing but say that the leaders of our country are incompetent, and has nothing but bad things to say about the leadership of the military and the U.S. today. But people ask me, uh, uh, how smart is she? I said, top of the line. You never met anybody smarter. How smart is Kim Jong-un? Top of the line. You know, people say, oh, this and that. Really smart. And I also love when Donald Trump's ridiculous talking points contradict one another almost immediately. Here he is facing the challenge that he has where he wants to say that he rebuilt the U.S. military and that the U.S. military is ready and capable of anything. But at the same time, we've given everything to Ukraine and we're out of ammunition, we're out of tanks, we're out of airplanes. Listen to this nonsense. You know, we have the most incredible equipment. I rebuilt our whole military. We have things that are, you can do anything. We're equipped to do anything. A few moments later. We don't have any ammunition. We've given it to Ukraine. We're not, we're not prepared to fight. I rebuilt our military, new planes, new tanks, new everything. They've taken the, the military that I've rebuilt and they've given it all to Ukraine. And here he is doing his absolute best to spread Russian propaganda and more anti-American talk by strongly and heavily implying that the United States was behind the Nord Stream pipeline bombing. Even though there was Russian ships in the area and that the Russians have the capabilities and cameras all along that pipeline to tell us exactly what happened. Not to mention the little machines that they have that go up and down the pipeline to clean them that could easily have uh, high explosives attached to them. If the United States has done this and Russia has evidence of this. Don't you think it would be in Russia's best interest to come out with the evidence of this? But none has come out. Nothing to say that the United States was behind this in any way, shape, or form has come out. But here's the ex-president of the United States clearly implying that the United States was behind it. Who blew up the Nord Stream pipeline? Um, I don't want to get our country in trouble, so I won't answer it. But uh, I can tell you who it wasn't was Russia. How about when they blamed Russia? You know, they said Russia blew up their own pipeline. You got a kick out of that one, too. It wasn't Russia. Uh, Neurologists are shocked. They have found that tinnitus wipes your memory in less than three years. The earbud. It wasn't Russia. Uh, so I won't answer the question only because I don't want to get our country yeah. any deeper than they already are. So, uh, that was blown up and uh, very dangerous to do it, but I think most people know who did it. There are a few talking points that piss me off more than Trump saying that Russia would not go into Ukraine while he 